Welcome back to the Four Jack Podcast, brought to you by Jackson Labs. If you guys are in need of a brand consultant, make sure to hit up everybody at Jackson Labs. That's J-A-X-O-N-L-A-B-S dot com. They will make sure to get your brand rocking. Folks, we have a lot to cover today. We'd like to go over the BMW and kind of talk about the FedEx Cup. But uh, first, it's just a small pod today. We got uh, Tombo in the house. What's happening, brother? Hey, man, not too much. Just uh, finished up doing some junior photos down with Cody. He had to shut it down. So it's you and me here tonight, bud. Absolutely. How did the juniors go for everyone at the Royal Mayfair this evening? Um, They were good. They were excited, right? Last junior day of the year. So they were a little rambunctious down there tonight, but it was a good time. Out of boy, I like it. It's always fun kind of doing mm-hmm. juniors; they're a little hectic, but uh, always a good time. If any of the local pros in the area know how ridiculous juniors can be, it's um, let's say fun. Let's call it that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What's going on with you, bud? Not too much, doggy. Just enjoying the sun here in Sydney today. It's actually been nice. The winds kind of calmed down for the first time in a couple of days. Might go hit some balls this afternoon. It's Fucking beautiful out. Ooh, I like that. You should go hit some balls for sure. Finally, the courses are getting some sunlight, getting some warmth. So green's been picking up. So I like it. Um, what's going? Yeah, what's going on? Lots to get into today, Tombo. Um, BMW uh, wrap up. We can get into that. Justin Thomas, man, huge win. Broke the course Huge. record twice this week to shoot 25 under par. So not a bad week for him. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, especially like isn't Medina like 7,600 or 7,700 yards? Just playing over 7,700 yards this week. I mean, this is a major yeah, championship venue, like the home of the Tiger-Sergio battle. Like, I mean, that's where Sergio hit that shot from behind the tree. It was like one of the most epic major moments ever. And, you know, that was a tough track at that time. And yes, mm-hmm. okay, it was soft this week, but minus still 2,500 par, really? Like, yeah, that's insane. I, I just think it was a bit much this week. Um, some guys had some good numbers out there. Yeah, I'm thinking of Belvedere. How far was Belvedere? At, like when it's just so wet and soft, <laughs> and like not being able to take it. Minus 25 there over four rounds. Can't even imagine. Two players at Belvedere would make it look like a pitching putt. (laughs) Yeah. It's a pitching putt. More or less. I mean, they could drive or damn near close to drive most of the par fours. Bar number four, 17, 18. So, what are they going to do about that? Like, they obviously can't be building, like, are they going to be building 8,000 yard? golf courses or like ball what do you think the what do you think the play the talk has been the ball for so long man i mean like yes there are designers out there that are building these ginormous courses i mean but you look at guys like gil hans and you know even tom fazio i mean they are building designs or designing courses that are like a little more rough and rugged and make it a little more of a difficult game but you know like right you're not building these for the tour players, I mean, that's one week a year. You're still building it for the average golfer. Like, you can't build 8,000 yards. You're going to – 8,000-yard course. Nobody's going to play the game. 
Right. The, the disparity between amateurs and pros is so vast. Like, I don't think people actually get it, like how different that game is to the to the amateur golf game. Like, it's yeah. you can't. It's optimal in every sense of the word, right? Like yeah. the average person is just like, yeah, they're not getting that club head speed, smashing it and just hitting darts from anywhere. No, right? I mean, there was quotes out this week right after the BMW. I mean, Tiger, Adam Scott, Greg Norman. I mean, Adam Scott and Greg Norman were saying like length doesn't, Adam Scott in particular said this, like, you know, length doesn't matter on, on tour anymore when it comes to the length of the golf course. These guys mm-hmm. hit it so far, and if the course is soft, they're just going to eat it up. I mean, you know, he was talking about shape it and bring yeah. that into the but equation. At the, same, at the same time, though, like you need to make it, you know, if you're going to shape it like that, if you're going to do that, then you need to eliminate some of these ridiculous lines. Like, I don't know if you watched the BMW much this weekend, but like some of the lines that Rory was taking off the tee, it was gross. Honestly, like, yeah. there, there's no way anybody else, especially an amateur golfer, let's say, but even some tour pros, like, there's no way right. they're going to take those lines. It, it, no. It's gross. So, Mike I mean, Weir would not be taking that line. No. No one pre-2002, 2005 would be taking those lines, man. Like, it, it was so much, man. I mean, Greg Norman, Adam Scott as well, both agreed that they need to you know, dial back that golf ball and bring it back to like almost like a bolada or like a tour round ball. Like these one piece balls, man, it's, it's, it's so far. It's so straight, no spin. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. What if, yeah, they get the spin up on it. So it forces them to be more mindful and it's just not hitting these long straight bombs. Cause if clearly they've engineered the face to like produce just long straight bombs but what if the ball yeah i don't know very interesting well i mean the tour did miss out on this years ago we've talked about this at length before like i mean the technology's got it got too ahead too fast and then they chose not to deal with it so it's you know it's made golf, golf courses like this seem almost irrelevant um i don't know like tiger's talking this week like how you know after the BMW talk like- yeah, from a tour perspective, it does. But like, in a, some sense, if the technology is good, it's weird because it's like it's bad for the pros, but it's good for the average Joe. Like, the average Joe likes to hit the driver a little bit further, right, a little bit straighter. But yeah, you like the world's best. But at the same time, it's is it better like, though because it's more expensive and you're just chasing more people out of the game. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's a you're good. That's seven eight hundred dollars for a driver. I mean, it's wild, man. If you, if you want the latest and greatest. Yeah, that sure. is very true. Um, but, I mean, look at what Tiger said this week, though. I mean, after the MW, you're saying, like, guys, the most important, which is crazy to believe, that the most important club in the bag now is the driver. I mean, these guys yeah. just bomb it down there and hope for three to four good weeks a year. They're not focused on making cuts and staying consistent and working the ball and hitting irons off tees. It's bomb and gouge again and yeah. again and again. Yeah, get a couple million dollar payout twice a year. Yeah, it's and, uh, yeah, it's yeah, that's nice. <laughs> that's cool. Oh. Um, so East Lake's coming up. Is or are we? I don't know if we. 
Mm, we got East how Week. We got East Lake this week. How, but how is the slow to... play out there at Medina this week? I guess is the question. For what I saw, not too bad. I mean, it's still still not great, but I mean, I don't. I think that whole Bryson situation really maybe put a halt on things. <laughs> Hopefully, like I don't know. I mean, from what I saw, it was still kind of the same old pace as usual. I mean, I don't think anything's going to change. The European Tour yeah. has stated this week, though. Actually, they stated today that they are going to be doing something to change, to focus on slow play. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. It will be. It'd be. It'd be very interesting if there was a shot clock, like in basketball, that like I'd when love you it. tune in, there's this little tiny clock that's like, yeah, countdown for the quarterback to make a snap, like someone to shoot a ball, and you get to see him, and it's like, okay, oh, he's in the red, right? He's got to make his move. But can you imagine if you did that? Like, I, I think it's a good idea. But, like, can you imagine a guy, like, say you go over your time on the shot clock and you get assessed a one-stroke penalty. What if that was for, like, a guy that was, like, trying to, you know, he missed the, missed the cut or missed a certain number that he had to hit, and that cost him his tour card? Like, imagine losing your tour card on, like, two-second violation. <laughs> like, that would be a little rough. I mean... You got to train them somehow, but a bit grim of a situation if you lost your tour card over a two-second violation. Oh, you still there? Yep, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Yeah, I don't know, but I mean to go back to even talking about the golf ball and all this stuff. I mean, like you're talking about building golf courses. I mean, I do not just think it would be cheaper for them to switch the ball than to have, you know, these private companies and designers build new courses and infrastructure for events. Like members are already giving up their golf course for one week year only to, for tour pros to make a joke of it. Yeah. I think, you that's pretty ball, you know? I think it's the easier road to travel down for sure Sure it's easier to fix a little ball than like acres of golf course exactly i I would just hate to see amateur golf getting pushed out so chris we're coming up into east lake what do you see happen we are this week um big week uh obviously the tour champ down at east lake in Atlanta, Georgia. First time in a while that we don't have Tiger and Phil in the Tour Championship. Their season's done. Tiger said that for his season, they asked him, how do you you know, evaluate your season? He said, well, at least I got the green jacket. But I think Tiger's least of our worries, I think, looking at this outrageous setup that they've organized or orchestrated this year is just like, it is something to talk about. I mean, JT starts you know 10 under par yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting to see i think this could be a good situation for a guy like jt beyond jt i mean everybody yeah maybe maybe not though like some of these guys that are you know even par like look at a guy like bryson is he too far back yeah that's yeah, hard to say how this will go. Like, I think I'm gonna say Bryson is too far back, but like, I don't want to, don't want to commit fully. Like, I mean, if you if you look at 
at the end there. Like, I mean, even a guy like Lucas Glover has been playing really well lately. You know, it, is he the kind of guy? That, I mean, he's starting even par as well. Like, how many birdies can you rattle off? Like, how aggressive is he going to play? Yeah, pretty. Even someone who's like five back. Yeah, because they're getting paid something anyway. $395,000 just to show up to the Tour Champ. Last place gets 395 k You might as well <laughs> if you're starting 10 back. Yeah. Run. I mean, if you, look at, if you look at the numbers here, so first place, obviously $15 million for the FedEx Cup and the Tour Champ. Second place gets $5 million. Uh, $4 million for three, three for four. And in the top 10, um, top 10 gets a mil, anyone in the top 10 gets a mil inside the top five or outside the top five and top 20 gets 500k. I mean, it's an outrageous amount of money for yeah. this golf tournament. I like it though. I mean, 30 people. Yeah, I don't hate it. It's a, it's a good format that they've kind of created here where it is a little bit like the playoffs where you get this couple weeks where like major seasons obviously already done so it's like what do I really have to look forward to now we got FedEx Cup and like President's Cup is that what's going on this year yeah President's Cup's in December but I mean the teams have already been set for that so you know we're out of that talk really I guess which is something that we should bring up a little bit later here but Mm -hmm. um, I like that we get this little three man showdown that's gonna give someone a huge payday so there's big pressure on like even those guys in like third and fourth and second right like those putts are some pretty big putts huge putts huge putts but i mean if if it's soft down there this week like are they you know if you're five back let's say to start the week behind justin thomas you know what if justin thomas goes out and shoots 65 63 in the first you know thursday friday I mean, that'd be tough. they could just run away with it, you know. Like, if it, like if Adam Scott said, if it's soft, they're going to eat it up. It, it could very well be soft in Atlanta. <laughs> it could just eat it up again. How's he doing? Is he in it? Yeah, he would have to be, wouldn't he? Hope so. I'll be honest. I don't have it right in front of me, but um, I I just feel like I don't know. But I mean, let's just see how it plays out. I still would rather see them do something else instead of, um, you know, this setup that they have, of like starting it almost like a aggregate, not aggregate, but it's almost like a handicapped score. Like, I'd rather see them do match play. Like, you know, top seeds get, or your top guy at the end of the playoffs goes into top position for a match play event. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I find it a little interesting, to say the least, but I think we just have to let it actually play out and see. Yeah, I like that they're willing to like experiment a bit to try and find something that like is better and more exciting and like adds some more whatever to the to the whole experience of the fi- the FedEx Cup, right? Like I like that they're trying to find ways to make it better for us and the players, like everybody get them in there. Yeah, I agree with it. I just find it funny that this is the option that they came to first. It is pretty. You know? <laughs> I would like to know your thought process and like what they entertained and how they came to the conclusion that this is the best idea. Yes. Very cool to get like an interview with someone about that. 
Yeah. I don't know. I just think it'd be very, again, I, I don't know how they, I mean, obviously it makes sense. Like you're dealing with a handicapped, handicapped sport as is, you know, that this has worked for amateur golf to kind of set aside strokes, but like these guys aren't amateurs, man. Nope. Like 10 stroke lead over someone else. Pretty good chance. You're going to hold that lead. I mean, considering Justin Thomas just broke the course record twice. At a golf course the previous weekend. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, hey? <laughs> I mean, who knows? But Meanwhile, right now, I guess. I don't know. I think it's going to be exciting, and I think it's going to be something new for the tour. And I just hope for a good weekend. I like watching East Lake. It's always been a fun golf course to watch. So. Yeah, it is. And, you know, while I'm actually excited, because maybe the coverage will lean somewhere, lean towards something I actually want to watch instead of, like, Oh, here's this guy's shot, and here's this guy. Like, you're only going to watch, like, the top five guys. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty interesting. There's going to be a lot of action around this one. I like it. Yeah. Last weekend, actually. We need to talk about what you did last weekend, but on Saturday, we went out and we played in a seven ball. (laughs) Seven ball. Like, I don't know if there was a way to keep pace and, like, do whatever. They should be letting more people play golf, right? Like, it was the greatest time ever. To play a seven ball. Yeah, like, having laughs, like, just keeping a head up. People play ready golf, and we boogied through there. Like, we were keeping up. We were still waiting on every hole with everyone. Like, it was just so absurd that it was, like, if I'm going to be playing golf, I might as well be with six other of my buddies and like having a laugh and chilling at our shots in between and like making a production. It was real good. Cody, Cody put together a a nice little edit that we're just finalizing. Then we're going to post that one up on the old Instagram and Facebook page and YouTube. Absolutely. Have to keep an eye out for that. Um, but yeah, it was pretty good. Good time. You went bowling. We played some lawn bowls for the first time in my life. And he liked uh, it. was interesting, to say the least. A lot like curling. It's the exact same kind of game. Just rolling a ball on like U.S. Open like greens. That's just cool. never stop. That's super nice. Chucking gutter balls for the first like 30 minutes I was out there. I had no idea what to do. How does the game work? So it's essentially you put the white ball on the center line and the two, well, you got to get the closest two, but they only, you have eight balls per team, a lot like curling, two balls per person, four man team. And even if you got like all eight of your balls closer than the other teams, they still only count two, but really good game, really fun. And it's like, it was a sick venue. Sun was out and beers were moderately cheap. So like, awesome. It was perfect. How long does uh, a game of bowls take? You could t- you could play as long as you want. It was ten dollars per person, and you could stay there as long as you want. Wow! You're there for three and a half hours. That's nice. Great, perfect Saturday. It was actually unbelievable. Um, I would highly recommend it. I'm, I, it's not really a big thing in North America, from what I've seen, or at least in Canada. I've definitely never seen it in Canada. It's a very English Aussie type thing, but like an absolute blast. 
I think they have, I don't know if it's the same, but down at the legislature in Edmonton, they have a bowling type of surface. I don't know if it's the same game or not. It but... definitely wouldn't be the same surface, but it could be the same game. Hmm. Yeah, maybe, yeah, not the same, same, because, but trying to do the same. Yeah, yeah. and that's cool. That's good. It's, it's Honestly, it's a fun game. Great. Had an absolute blast doing it, and to be honest, I was completely shit-faced by the end, and it was just uh, it was a rough go, but uh, had a great day out there, nonetheless. Yeah, it looked like um, you the story. And you're playing golf no, today, potentially. I'd like to get out and hit some seeds if we can. It is beautiful out. Um, just go chip and pot for a bit. Sun goes down. And... Actually, never mind. It's still mid-afternoon. I got lots of time. I thought it was like 3.30. Um, yeah, I'll dip out there if I can. Finally, the wind's down. We've had some heavy, windy days in the last like five days. It's just been terrible. I don't even want to go out there. It's cold right now. It's still middle of winter. Dang. Dang, dang, dang. So, middle of winter. It's not like the beginning of winter here. Like There's been some cold, cold starts of the day lately. Yeah, I think your cold is still a lot colder than ours here, even in yeah. the winter. Like, we still we still hit 23, 25 degrees in the middle of the day. So. It's wild. <laughs> I kind of missed this part of it last year because I went to New York and now it's mm. like feeling the, the kiss of the transition of fall. It's yeah, it's wild. We're definitely going to have to go on a little golf trip somewhere. Yeah, I think uh, if anybody is down and got a place for us to come play in Phoenix or even if anywhere anybody- in Cali, that would be lovely. Would like to host the four jack boys uh we'll come join yeah and if anybody wants to get on a retreat they can obviously head over to the four jackpodcast.com and tell us where they'd like to go and we'll try and organize something have a little golf summit and get going and just have a nice time down to somewhere preferably in the states obviously because i mean we're based out of canada so that'd be a great place to do it Absolutely. in the desert of California, ideally. Or in Florida. We could do Florida. Yeah. Um, Tom, we're going to get into one more thing here. We got the President's Cup talk. Okay. Um, so teams have been set. Um, teams came out this week. Uh, decent looking teams, to be honest, out of the American and. Tigers running American it. And International. Tiger and Ernie are your. Are your uh, captains this year? Hmm. Uh, some notables definitely left off. Who? Uh, a guy like Ricky Fowler was left off the team. Tony Fino. Um, I don't know. Maybe they come in as alternates, but kind of shocking. I mean, so how do they? Pick I don't. I don't know if I. Well, basically, is the it's based off the points. Okay. Accumulated throughout the entire year. Right. Um. And obviously, captains picks and come in later. Yeah, but um, I don't know if I would leave a guy like Ricky off that. And even Tony Fino, like I mean, those guys have been so solid. Fino's been ridiculously solid, in my opinion. I would have taken him over Bryson for sure. Yeah, Bryson's a little more of that Patrick Reed vibe you got. Like I like Ricky. Oh, God, he didn't make it. Yeah, he's like a little Phil Mickelson kind of like a champion of the brand, right? Like he has the Olympic rings on his forearm. He's, ex- he's exciting. And like team morale. Yeah. Bryson's like, and everybody wants to be Ricky. 
Everybody yeah. on tour would love to play like Ricky. The guy hits the ball off the tee perfect. Hits his irons great. He's a good putter, good chipper. He's really perfect for match play. Yeah, he's very good. He's solid. So I, I thought it was a little surprising. Um, I think the international team is more or less what we expected. Not too many guys on that team that I didn't expect to see on there. I mean, obviously, it's it's in Royal Melbourne this year, so you got a guy like Mark Leishman, got Adam Scott. I mean, you, I mean Adam Scott grew up down there. Hmm. So you need to have guys like that down there. Um. But interesting to see, like, C.T. Penn, how long – or how Tong Lee uh, – see what happens with them. Cameron Smith is down there as well and other Aussies. So, like, that's sick. I mean, yeah. it, it'll be interesting. I think the Aussies, they need to do something. But I, I don't know. When I look at these teams, it's pretty lopsided, to be fair. Like, we'll see what happens. Yeah, are you th- thinking pretty lopsided towards the Americans or to the Europeans? Americans, they've just run this President's Cup for so long. Like something needs to happen this year, or else like this event is it's just struggling. Yeah, last time didn't they win? Like, what's the what's the winning score? Yeah, last year was oh, pretty. They, they got they got rocked last last President's Cup. Like last couple, huh. they haven't even come close. Interesting. Well, I don't know. It's tough when you look at that American team, though. Yeah, that there's. Yeah, DJ is DJ's on it, obviously. Brooks, DJ Kepka, uh, Shoffley, Kenley yeah. got in there over Ricky, which I thought was a bit surprising. He played well, but you know, Ricky's Ricky. Second, then you got JT Kucher, Simpson, DeChambeau. Second, Patrick Kenley, second in the FedEx Cup points. What do you think about him this weekend? He plays so solid, man. I mean, I remember when he first came in. I think, what was it? Was it not the... It was the Genesis when they played at Riviera. I think that was one of his, like, breakout events. This is way back. This is before, like, the car accident and everything happened. And he was phenomenal. What's he doing for a move? I forget. His move? Yeah. Perfect. Just a classic, perfect golf. It's a beautiful move, yeah. Great player. He was an unbelievable player in college. Yeah, so, that's I mean, he's kind of a dark horse in this. Just well, obviously, probably not to some, but to me at least, um, slipping in there second in the FedEx Cup of see, right? Like I wouldn't have pictured that. He quietly did so as well. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, go get him, Patrick Hanley. But I think this week, I'm uh, like I'd like to see JT. Have a big one. I like him. Me too. To be honest, I would too. I think after this past week, if I was to pick someone, I mean, obviously he's got that huge. I mean, he's got a two-stroke lead to start the week over Patrick Cantley. Right. But I think after, I mean, that was his first win. Yeah, you still got in over a year. Right. Like realistically, like that's a long time to play golf. You can catch a heater and take it, like ridiculously low and just run away with it but like yeah you still have some some holes to play and like anything can happen out there right oh yeah and you gotta think too like he's sleeping on a lead right now yeah you know, it's monday afternoon this guy's sleeping on a lead already <laughs> yeah and he's gonna have that all week unless he blows up in the first round yep pretty much 
I, I think I would take JT though this week. I mean, the way he played, obviously this weekend at Medina, I think he would be my first choice, and I'd like to see him win it. Yeah, I'd like to see him win it. I could like Brooks. I'd be okay with that if just is like a storybook season for the guy, just continually dominating. Um, just excited to kind of see how it plays out, right? Like that's why I'm into this sport and like watching pros and doing that is just how it all folds out. Like this year we got to watch Tiger win the Masters. That was amazing. And now we got some excitement coming into the FedEx Cup finals there at East Lake. I think so as well. I think there's there are a lot of storylines in it this year, and I think it could be really interesting. And I think you just gotta it'll like we've been we can't beat this enough, but like you know, like it is it's a different format that we have to just kind of accept this year and see how it goes. It'd be really cool to just watch, you know, those top five guys for the weekend. Yeah. That was whoever they may be. Yeah. Whoever they may be. That's exactly. cool. So are we getting out there this week, Tom? Are you going to play some golf this week? Or is it uh, getting a little chilly at home for you? No, you know what? Actually, I was driving the other day and I saw a sign. City of Edmonton has been just actively promoting golf in the city, which I like to see. Um, our good friend Cody is going to be a model in one of their campaigns, which is going to be very fun. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That's amazing. But they have a nice deal going on right now at Riverside Couples Night, Saturday, $89. For two and a two and a buggy? I'm hoping. I think that's the deal. Like nice deal. And I'd like to get Kim out there playing playing golf on the real golf course, right? Like we've done the pitch and putt. She's been hitting the range. She's got a nice swing right now. Swing's looking nice. Looking nice, and she just, yeah, it's just a matter of like you know when you're on the range and you're just trying to hit balls out into like whateverville, and like being on the golf course focus make like it requires that focus to be like I need to hit the shot over there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good course for it. Yeah, it's good. It's nice in the trees. Nice little date night. I think that would be. Absolutely. Yeah, so I'm thinking Riverside Saturday. I like that. Sounds like a good time. All right, Tom, I don't know what else you have to cover, what else you have in your notes there, but um, I'll be honest, I think I might be spent on my notes. I drilled through them. Yeah, I just want everyone to know how awesome it was to play the seven ball and to keep your eyes peeled for the content Cody produced about it. Absolutely. Codefish has got a bunch of stuff coming out for us in the next coming in the few coming weeks here. Yeah. Um, if everybody out there who's listening, please, if you're listening on Apple Apple Podcast, show us some love and give us a five star review. If right. not, just listen to us on Spotify, man. Pumping on there. Yeah, I should actually give a quick shout out here, and they should all go on to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five star review, because we played with our buddy Colin McGinnis, Clayton, aka Dubsy, Garrett Martin. Tristan, Kyle Kuzik, and Bass Ben, I believe is his name, and Cody came out and filmed it. So big shout out to all those guys for creating that little interesting and 
piece of content with us, right? I'd like you guys all to go give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We really, truly appreciate that. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, go check that out and check us the review. We'd love it. But until next time, folks, uh, Tom and I are going to leave you, and then we'll chat next week after the Tour Champ. Beautiful. See you, bud. All right. See you.